Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. Today's episode is going to be Deuteronomy chapter 1. So before we get into this, I just want to go over some uh, interesting facts here about the titles to the first five books here. Um, Deuteronomy is actually a title form from two Greek words, deutero, which means second, and nomos, which means law, the second law or the repetition of the law. The Jewish version, elah hadvarim, the first two words of the book, these be the words. So uh, some of these books, um, at least the first five, the the names of the books are, are usually the first word or the first two words of the chapter or of the book uh, is the is the title of the book. So anyway, that's how the Hebrew do it, how the Hebrews did it. So uh, where are we in the history of Israel at this point? We're about the end of the forty years after they've wandered in the wilderness for the forty years. Moses gives his last words to his people. If you knew that you had just one thing left to tell your family, what would it be? So this is Moses' final talk. Uh, Actually, the book is three sermons given by Moses. The first one is chapter 1, verse 6 through chapter chapter 4, verse 40. Moses recounted the most important events and the wanderings in the wilderness and reminded Israel that they must not forget the laws given them at Sinai. The second sermon is chapters 5 through 26. Moses reviews the law review of the law, including the Ten Commandments, they contain a description or explanation and enforcement of the most essential contents of the covenant relation and covenant laws. The third sermon is 27 to 30, a call for Israel to renew the covenant and a warning of the consequences of failing to do so. Chapters 31 to 34 are a supplement, perhaps not written by Moses, about Joshua's ordination and Moses's quote-unquote death. The thought of leaving Israel to go to his well-deserved rest while they went to their long-promised land must have been extremely painful to him. The book shows us, however, that though it was painful for Moses to leave them, he was more concerned that through some negligence or thoughtlessness they might leave God and lose all the gains made in the wilderness. He was concerned that their old yearnings might prevail over their new new commitments. Therefore, the question that underlies much of what is said in the book is would the values recently acquired at Sinai and in the wilderness take root so the coming generations would continually feast on the manna of God's abundant life? Moses knew this could happen only if God remained central to Israel's life. The book, reco- the book records Moses' determined efforts to ensure that this happens. The book is not the only or not is not the story of Israel's unique experiences in the wilderness, but Moses' interpretation of the meaning of those happenings. The value of Deuteronomy is in the fact that all the five books of Moses, Deuteronomy is quoted more often by the Old Testament prophets than any other book of the law. The New Testament cites only the Psalms, Isaiah and Exodus more frequently. The New Testament contains more than 80 references to or quotations from Deuteronomy, and all but four of its books cite it. The book became very important to individual Israelites as well as the king. Moses required that future kings would make a personal copy of this book to guide them in leading the nation. 
that the Israelites would assemble themselves every seven years at the Feast of the Tabernacles to read this book, and that the Israelites would make a copy on two plastered stone pillars at Mount Ebal, where, available for public scrutiny, it could be a factor in shaping the quality of their national life. You might say it's the gospel of Moses. It is similar to a constitution. Why is it important to us today? It teaches the central importance of obedience through love. It teaches us the significance of making covenants. It makes it, it looks forward to the coming of Christ. So, verse 1. These be the words which Moses spake unto all Israel on this side Jordan, in other words, beyond the Jordan, in the wilderness, in the plain, Hebrew Arabah, over against the Red Sea between Paran and Tophel and Laban and Hazaroth and Dizahab. There are eleven days' journey from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir unto Kadesh Barnea. And it came to pass in the fortieth year, in the eleventh month, on the first day of the month, that Moses spake unto the children of Israel according unto all that the Lord had given him in commandment unto them. Moses speaks like a dying father to his children. The words are earnest, inspired, impressive. He looks back over the whole of the 40 years of their wandering in the desert, reminds the people of all the blessings they have received, of the ingratitude with which they have so so often repaid them, and of the judgments of God and the, and the love that continually broke forth behind them. He explains the laws again and again and adds what is necessary to complete them and is never weary of urging obedience to them in the warmest and most emphatic words, because the very life of the nation was bound up with this. He surveys all the storms and conflicts which they have passed through and beholding the future in the past, takes a survey also of the future history of the nation and sees with mingled sorrow and joy how the three great features of the past, that is apostasy, punishment, and pardon, continue to repeat themselves in the future also. That was out of the Bible commentary. Verse 4, After he had slain Sihon the king of the Amorites, which dwelt in Heshbon, and Og the king of Bashan, which dwelt in Aztaroth in Ederi, on this side Jordan, in the land of Moab, began Moses to declare, or explain, or clarify, or expound this, uh, this law, this teaching, saying, The Lord our God gave unto us in Horeb, saying, Ye have dwelt long enough in this mount. Turn you and take their and take your journey and go to the mount of the Amorites and unto all the places nigh thereunto in the plain in the hills and in the vale, in the lowlands and in the south or Negev and by the seaside by the to the land of the Canaanites and unto Lebanon unto the great river the river the river Euphrates. Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them and to their seed after them. And I spake unto you at that time, saying, I am not able to bear you myself alone. The Lord your God hath multiplied you. And behold, ye are this day as the stars of heaven for multitude. The Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are, and bless you, and he hath promised you, as he hath promised you. How can I myself alone bear your your cumbrance, or troubles, and your burden, and your strife? Take you wise men and understanding and known among your tribes, and I will make them rulers over you, appoint them at your at your heads. And ye answered me and said, The thing which thou hast spoken is good for us to do. So I took the chief of your tribes, wise men and known, 
and made them heads over you, captains over thousands, and captains over hundreds, and captains over fifties, and captains over tens, and officers among your tribes. Remember that this is also the organization that the saints would use as they traveled west, was the captains over fifties and hundreds and so on. And I charged your judges at that time, saying, Hear the causes between your brethren, and judge righteously between every man and his brother, and the stranger, or alien, or proselyte, that is with him. Ye shall not respect persons in judgment, acknowledge faces, the idiom means to favor some unjustifiably. But ye shall hear the same as well as the great. Ye shall not be afraid of the face of men. For the judgment is God's, and the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. And I commanded you at that time all the things which ye should do. And when we departed from Horeb, we went through all that great and terrible wilderness, which ye saw by the way of the, of the mountain of the Amorites, as the Lord our God commanded us, and we came to Kadesh Barnea. And I said unto you, Ye are come unto the mountain of the Amorites, which the Lord our God doth give unto us. Behold, the Lord thy God hath set the land before thee. Go up and possess it, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath said unto thee, Fear not, neither be discouraged. And ye came near unto me, every one of you, and said, We will send men before us, and they shall search us out the land, and bring us word again by what, we, by what way we must go up, and into what cities we shall come. And the saying pleased me well, and I took the twelve men of you, out of, one of a tribe. And they turned and went up into the mountain, and came unto the valley of Eshcol, and searched it out. And they took of the fruit of the land in their hands, and brought it down unto us, and brought us word again, and said, It is a good land, which is the Lord our God, which the Lord our God doth give us. Notwithstanding, ye would not go up, but rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God. And ye murmured in your tents, and said, Because the Lord hated us, he hath brought us forth out of the land of Egypt, to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites, to destroy us. Whither shall we go up? Our brethren have discouraged our heart, saying, the, brethren, the people is greater and taller than we. The cities are greater and walled or fortified up to heaven. And moreover, we have seen the sons of the Anakims there, Anakims there. Then I said unto you, Dread not, neither be afraid of them. The Lord your God, which goeth before you, he shall fight for you, according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. And in the wilderness, where there has not seen, where there has where thou hast seen how that the Lord thy God bare thee, as a man doth bear his son in all the way that ye went, until ye came into this place. Yet in this thing ye did not believe the Lord your God, who went in the way before you to search you out a place to pitch your tents in, in fire by night, to show you by way by what way ye should go, and in the cloud by day. And the Lord heard the voice of your of your words, and was and was wroth. The Hebrew was angered and made an oath and swear, saying, "Surely shalt thou not, sh- surely shalt not one of these men of this evil generation see that good land which I swear to give unto your fathers." Save Caleb the son of Jephunneh, 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 and he, and he shall see it. And to him will I give the land that he hath trodden upon, and to his children, because he hath wholly followed followed the Lord. Also the Lord was angry with me for your sake, saying, Thou also shalt not go in hither. But Joshua, the son of Nun, which standeth before thee, he shall go in thither, encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones, which ye said should be a prey, and your children, which in that day had no knowledge between good and evil, they shall go in thither, and unto them will I give it, and they shall possess it. But as for you, turn you, and take your journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. 
Then ye answered and said unto me, We have sinned against the Lord. We will go up and fight according to all that the Lord our God commanded us. And when ye have girded on every man his weapons of war, ye are ready to go up into the hill. And the Lord said unto me, Say unto them, Go not up, neither fight, for I am not going, I am not among you, lest ye be smitten before your enemies. So I spake unto you, and ye would not hear, but rebelled against the commandment of the Lord, and went presumptuously up into the hill. Ye were presumptuous, and went up. And the Amorites, which dwelt in that mountain, came out against you, and chased you, as bees do, and destroyed, or beat you in Seir, even unto Hormah. And ye returned and wept before the Lord, but the Lord would not hearken to your voice, nor give ear to you unto you. So ye abode in Kadesh many days, according unto the days that ye abode there. And that's the end of chapter 1 of Deuteronomy. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.